0: Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is, and this is shit, shit on, the, on table. the table. You finally did it right. And the microwave. The microwave. The microphone cut out. That's cool. Man. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry. So, <laughs> not your. I don't know. But uh <laughs> yeah. We're coming back at you for another uh episode. It's going on 33 days for me of being on lockdown how long for you
1: um, I can't count but I closed my shop the 17th and I stopped working at my part time job the 26th of March the 17th of March is when I closed down my shop and then the 26th of March I closed uh, all right. Okay. okay quit working there
0: yeah Yeah, so it's been a long, long bit of staying at home. Yes, I finally had, like, an embarrassing mental breakdown on Facebook. I'm sure you all saw it. (laughs) I was drunk all day the other day. Um, But I'm surprised it took me that long to finally have a breakdown.
1: Oh, no, I had, we talked about how I wasn't having a very good time last time. Um, we, I think we touched on it last time, right? I was having a hard time. Yeah. And I was having a real hard time. So luckily I'm fortunate enough to still have health insurance and I got, um, an over the phone therapy appointment. And then I had to go over zoom, uh, a psychiatric appointment, uh, with a psychiatrist because, I need medication and this is the first time I've ever been on uh, medication for anxiety, but it was just, when I said I was having a hard time, I just didn't realize how hard I was having it. And then I was like, Oh, I need to get this taken care of. Cause I, for some reason, I just, I'm, I was breaking down. So now I'm on, uh, some anti-anxiety medicine that I've never been on before, so I'm uh, that's a that's a new thing for me. It's new territory, mm-hmm. so we'll see how
0: that goes. I but used yeah, to take anti-anxiety medication
1: recreationally. Well, that's just <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the stuff that I have is not the recreational stuff. It's more like it's more like medication that's like meant for other things but it's they use it for anxiety but I'm on a low dose so Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like the little tiptoes into the realm of psychiatric medication and you know it's all about mental health right now you gotta you gotta keep it straight uh like has it made a difference Mm, you know what it I don't well yeah well the 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 one that I take for, like, if I'm having an anxiety attack, because I've never had – if I've had an anxiety attack, I I don't think it was strong enough to where I could, like, physically feel the actual effects of it. Like, I could just be having a really bad day or I could just be kind of, like, hyper or just a little stressed out. Like, I could just be a little stressed out. But, like, the anxiety attacks that I've been having – Or whatever I've been having has been like almost like pressure on my chest. And right now we're going through a pandemic where it's like, oh, wait, something affects your lungs. So it just, it doesn't help (laughs) when I'm like, am I having a fucking heart attack? Yeah. So I have one that actually is supposed to like, they use it for stage fright or something. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but um, I take it when I'm feeling the pressure in my chest from the weight of my emotions
0: for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, so then you're, so you're taking two, you're taking one daily to even you out a bit and then taking one if you get, you have a triggered moment.
1: Yeah, basically, basically. So yeah. And, um, I mean, last night I probably got the first eight hours of sleep straight since I had a baby. So I mean, (laughs) So, I mean, that was nice. <laughs>
0: That's good. You yeah. like look so refreshed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel, I felt better today. It's really hard in the morning because I'm still getting used to the medication and I'm very sensitive to medications. Mm-hmm, so too. I'm like dealing with nausea and like the side effects of it. So mm-hmm.
0: I got that with my uh, thyroid medication.
1: Yeah, I did. I got heart palpitations with my thyroid medication when I first started taking it, or when they raised my dosage. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's that's what it's been. It's you know I know groomers out there aren't as fortunate um, to have insurance right now, and
0: I feel you on that. Um, well, and then there's tons you know, of groomers even when they are working don't have health insurance because they're for all. Sure. Ten ninety nines, and then trying to run a legal business is expensive. Yeah,
1: so it, it's really yeah. No, I feel you. It's really difficult not having the kind of mental help that you need at yeah a moment's notice. So you
0: guys, you know, if you need to talk it out, there is a group that I am a part of. It's um, four groomers that have chronic illnesses, um, and for people who have, which I do too. I have it too. Um, mental illness as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's really cool. It's just a nice little community and everybody's really supportive and it's not super active, but people do post on it every so often. Um, and it's just to be like, Hey, I'm really having a fucked up day, you know, and we'll go on there and we'll help you out. Or if you have any, um, inflammation and just being like, hey, I really need some fucking sympathy right now. You can go yeah. on that page yeah. and definitely get it.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's really hard right now. Like, you're so used to having a creative outlook uh, in your craft and in in your trade, and you know we've been shut down so for well quite some time. So it's it's like I can understand it's kind of hard out there for everyone. It's hard for me. So yeah, but. Moving on, yeah. like from the shutdown, some places are starting to open up business with stricter protocols. But I mean, that's a, a silver lining, right?
0: I suppose. I'm yeah. kind of like, I'm finally now able to do things with my body. So yeah. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to take advantage as much of this whole shutdown thing. And now that we're going to well that I'm going to be going back to work the next two weeks are going to be fucking crazy for me and then I have to go back into work and I'm like yeah this really fucking sucks (laughs) well I mean it's really
1: hard to take advantage of like a situation where you're kind of you have to be secluded I mean
0: I'm thriving like I yes I did have my breakdown there were other things that triggered that breakdown but yeah like for the most part I've been doing pretty decent I did have my surgery depression but I don't think if I would have had surgery issues yeah I think I would have been just fine because I do not mind being a recluse like no you know because I go through my stages of depression regardless of yeah being on shutdown and yeah working so so you caught up on tv and stuff yeah it caught up I'm like, <laughs> I caught up on my relaxation. Did I do all the things that I probably should have done? Like maybe work on some programs that I'm a part of maybe, but I didn't. It's kind of like, Same I'm here. Have- yeah, I do best when I'm at my busiest, when I have nothing to do. That's when I'm like, I'm, I'm still going to do lazy.
1: nothing.
0: Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay yeah. with it. So that's that's
1: the thing is that I wasn't okay and that's what triggered me is that um there are stuff I should do things I should do programs I should be doing and you know that's no, what triggered I, me I don't think, I was crippled <laughs>
0: Yeah I don't think social media is helping um I am sick mm-hmm. and fucking tired I'm sorry I am sick and fucking tired of seeing inspirational shit use this time to do something and better your life or do this and do that or I did this and I did that you should do it fucking too no shut your fucking face and if someone wants to literally for 30 days sit on their ass and do nothing because they're hella busy when they are working and this is literally their only time to relax and just not do anything let them fucking do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. why are, are you going out there and creating these stupid memes or posting these inspirational things? And it just seems like it's everybody. It's literally everybody. And I'm You're like, such a cynic. I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am like- too. I usually am too. But, you know, like, everybody's going through something so traumatic and then it's like the inspirational things are supposed to lift them up and you're over no. there for like cynical, like...
0: Shut I am bitch. fucking angry yeah. <laughs> every time I see something inspirational and I'm like eating a waffle, watching fucking TV at 10 o'clock because I just woke up. I'm yeah. like, shut your fucking trap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so what? I, I haven't showered yet and I am literally eating waffles and I'm getting fat. Like, so what? Maybe I want to get fat right now. I'll go back to my, to my shit. Don't get me wrong. I'll get back at it. But right now, let me have mine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, don't make me feel fucking bad about myself.
1: <laughs> no, that's just you making you feel bad about <laughs> yourself. <laughs>
0: um, but I can definitely see how social media can play into that effect, though.
1: You know? Oh, I mean? for
0: sure. It's not even just that. It's just like uh, it's just
1: hard. It's just hard because there's just so much coming at you at one time. So I've literally. I listen to the news in the morning just for like quick updates and like, yeah, I scroll past like the negative shit. i have just basically Tiger King memes. That's all I'm into yeah. right now. <laughs> it's just Tiger stupid King. shit. If something looks stupid or colorful, <laughs> that's the only thing I stop
0: on and that is it. For sure. For yeah. sure. No, that's kind of where I'm at too. I just, if it even, insinuates inspiration I'm like burning it on fire I'm like girl <laughs> past it needs to have an animal or very bright colors in order for me to look at it right
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah like it's just or someone doing really stupid and like hurting themselves or something that I'm like about.
1: oh yeah I've been watching like fail videos like dog and cat fail videos um my husband watches Ridiculousness all the time, so we've been, like, catching up on that. And that's just videos off the internet, stupid videos off the internet. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, the midday thing. Because we can watch that with the kids around, so, mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. I can't watch anything cool with the kids around. They're always uh, around.
0: Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I had a brain fart literally for a second for some reason. Um, but yeah, I lost, I lost myself. <laughs> so, um, what, what are you going to go back to work? I am going back to work on my first working day is going to be the fifth, the fifth of April. ha. <laughs> Just kidding. The fifth of May. <laughs> I was so drunk the other day. I was telling Vanessa that I was going to go back to work and she's like, well, when are you going back to work? And I was, like, the 5th, and she's, like, the 5th of what? And I'm, like, the 5th of April. And she's, like, of 2021. I was, like, uh, I was, like, so sure of myself, too. I was literally, like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? Like, um, no, like, the 5th of April 2020? <laughs> and she's, like, I didn't realize you were a time traveler.
1: And I was <laughs> kind of, like, so
0: bad. <laughs> I know, like, what the fuck is she talking about? And I was, like, uh, it's April. I'm, like, you need to be on my level because I am shit-faced right now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: so I'm That's the fun- one
1: thing, like, I'm worried about right now because I'm just starting new medication. I don't know how to drink. So I don't have any drink in me right now. So this is, like, a a sober podcast, guys.
0: It is. I'm not even drinking either. I'm pretty sober myself. Pretty sober. I am yeah. own sober. Yeah. Um, but... Yes, May fifth is going to be my first working day back. When are you? So how are you going to?
1: Um. Well, I'll. There's still drama going on in my salon, um, in the building and stuff. Yeah. So I'm hoping it'll be, um, hopefully May second, but you never know. Um, or after May second, so I. I really don't know. I don't know yeah. if I want to be a bad guy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. That drama will come out. It's been like almost like nine months that I've been mentioning this drama, but it'll come out very soon.
0: Yeah. Um, once it's but, all done.
1: Yeah. Once it's all done. But yeah. So yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, and I am i don't know if I'm going to go back to the corporate. It depends on how broke I am because we'll get into that. I'm broke. (laughs) Um, but
0: how are you going to do it? Like, how are you going to keep yourself safe? So what I did is I purchased some gloves. I actually found some, I feel like a terrible person with the way that I went about getting my gloves. Um, I went to the area of Amazon that's supposed to be only designated to medical field (laughs) and I purchased gloves I don't know how I did it, but I was able to actually purchase some gloves stating that I was in the medical field. And so... I mean, your husband's in the medical field. Right, right, right. No lie then, no lie. Um, Right. So I'm going to have gloves and I have a playpen um, that folds up pretty nicely that I will put in their backyard. And they'll place the dog in the playpen and then they'll remove themselves, and then I will go and grab the dog. Um, And then go in, and and usually I do nails beforehand, but I'm probably just going to immediately bathe the dog. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of how it's going to go. I will be wearing a mask as well. I should note that. I'm basically just going to be following CDC guidelines, Um, I'll be manually inputting cards. I don't think that there's a fee for manual in putting the cards in manually through my merchant. Um, But that's kind of just the way I'm going to go about it. Not going to be going inside anybody's home. And if, you know, so, okay. So what's going to happen is the fourth, I'm going to be calling all my clients that are on the fifth and letting, giving them the lowdown of how everything's going to go. If they cannot comply, they get removed from the schedule. And they can get their dog groomed once the CDC thing, like regulation, is lifted. Um, yeah. Well, then, you want to do it. Well, you want to do it once, like the
1: COVID has kind of flattened, and your chances of getting infected are much lower. Yeah.
0: That. That right there. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So once everything kind of is getting lifted, then I'll scale back on my on these policies. So basically, so then I'll let everybody know the lowdown. Um, no cash. It's going to be all manual input. Or for people whose cards are on file, I'll just charge when I get home. Um, then I'll go to the home. I will call them and let them know that I am there and that I need to have access to the backyard. So then I will go in through the backyard um, or the front yard. I'm debating on front yard because if a dog is a jumper. And it can jump out of the playpen because the playpen barely even comes up to my knees and I'm 5'5". So, I'm really up in arms about that. I don't know if doing the front yard is best because if the dog gets out, my biggest fear is them getting hit by a car. Yeah. So, the backyard would be easiest. Um, So, then, they'll place the dog in the pen. I'll take the dog. I'll go inside the trailer, immediately start washing the dog, um, remove my gloves and toss them um, and then continue to groom. You don't need the gloves to groom because soap and water kills the COVID. So you're fine at that point. Then once I'm done with the dog, I will put on a brand new pair of gloves um, and take the dog to the house. And the reasoning for putting on brand new gloves is that I'm going to be touching their fence to be able to get inside. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to retouch my my baby gate and then bring everything back inside. Um, And then once I get done with that, I'll go to my next house. Um, And then after my workday, I will call the next day's set of clients and let them know the lowdown. And so on and so forth until all of this is kind of finished. So, yeah, it's kind of that. Um, But, yeah, gloves are – you have to use them properly or else you're just recontaminating everything. So anytime you touch something, your gloves technically need to be removed before you touch the other item that you're about to touch. And people don't do that, so they're just – recontaminating everything. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know. So, yeah. It's kind of yeah. that.
1: It's yeah, I don't I don't I don't we're allowed to we are considered well, it's still kind of gray but we're pretty much considered essential now. Um and we can groom dogs as long as it's curbside pickup yeah. or drop off if you're a brick and mortar. The problem is though, is that I do not have gloves and I do have some washable masks. Um, but I don't have any heavy duty masks. Um, so I don't have (laughs) any more nitrile gloves. Um, so like I have to figure that out. Um, Um, here,
0: here's a, um, after I purchased these, I was talking to my dad, and he actually gave me a really good um, idea um, is buying several pairs of the yellow dishwashing gloves. You can get them at the ninety nine cent store and you buy several yeah. pair and wash them in between with soap and water and then let yeah, those dry. I, I can definitely do
1: some, yeah, I can definitely do something like that. So I just got to figure those little things out. And then um, I don't, I mean, I have an area where the dogs can drop off safely, and mm-hmm. it's like it's a closed door area, like a lobby but the door the door closes behind them, and the dog actually cannot get out but we're not allowed we're not supposed to have people coming into our brick and mortar salons, yeah, so I have to go out, <laughs> pick up the dog from somebody's car and bring it into the salon and I will mention I will bring my own leash as well and I don't know how I can keep away from somebody,
0: you, you know, have, a whole six feet. Do you still have that um, kennel that you had for um, captain? No, I got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Cause I yeah. know that there is a groomer out here. She's going to be placing a kennel outside and the client has to put the dog in the kennel. Then she'll disinfect the handle before she touches it or you can touch it with gloves, um, But you still want to disinfect it for in-between people. They'll place the yeah. dog in the, the, the kennel. You'll safely from a distance talk about um, what it is that you're going to be doing to the dog. And then she'll go and take the dog out of the kennel and then go uh-huh. inside and then bring the kennel inside. So it obviously it doesn't get stolen. So if you had like a large enough kennel, cause I know you do large dogs, so you would need something yeah.
1: big enough. Um, I'm pretty sure I can pick one of those up um safely, and yeah, and then also, you know, I'm gonna have to mention that dogs are going to have to be washed first. So if they're matted, it's gonna have to be a wet shave down,
0: and it's not gonna look very good. Yeah, I'm um, not a fan of wet shaves either, but.
1: Yeah, but Guess I'm what it going to have to wash the dog first. So like if the dogs are matted or if, they're, if I do wash the dogs and the dogs then become matted um, from washing them, I mean, it's just, we're just going to have to, I'm just going to have to communicate thoroughly. Like this is what's going to have to happen. The dog has to go into the bath first. There is no brushing out. There's no taking out of knots. If your dog is knotted, the dog has to be shaved. There's just no way around
0: it. Yeah. So that brings us to the next thing is like, how can we, how are we going to respond to these clients that have been on a regular schedule and now their dog is unfortunately matted and they don't want you to shave the the coat. It's, it's just going to be like this huge fiasco. It's going to be a
1: huge fiasco, but I mean, if they cannot understand at this point, there's things that are out of my hands,
0: Yeah. then
1: they're, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know how to be like, are you, are you kidding me? You're going to get what you're going to get. That is just how it is, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. And this is where having that madded med- pet release form and making sure your clients are signing that. Um, yeah. Because people I mean, are going to get mm-hmm. upset. Yeah, but now you're
1: going to have to, you know, if you are if you just do paper, now you're going to have to figure out to how to send it. I would honestly, to be honest, before uh, you open up, if you have the ability to send out Um, a mass email or a mass text message with a link to signing um, a matted release form, just have everyone sign it because just in case you never know, you know, Mm, I personally
0: won't do that. Um, (laughs) There are ways of going about it where you can upload pretty much. Everybody has Google drive. Uh, Yeah. You can send that out and, Excuse me. I think you can have them sign it on Google Drive. I believe there is a way with logo. Well,
1: no, yeah, that's my point. Is like
0: you do it before everyone's appointment. Um, I think that would instill fear in some people and would cause more panic than necessary. Because not everybody's dog is going to be matted, and so you're just going to send it right at the appointment. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to be letting everybody know that my window frame is usually an hour. My window frame is going to go to two to three hours. Yeah. Because a point this is going to take up more time. Yeah. You know, so it, I'm going to have longer days. I'm going to have way more steps, you know, and thankfully with the software that we use, we can send our, our release forms to their phone. Yeah, so they don't have to touch it. But if you can send your um, release form to them somehow, uh, that's what I would definitely do. Oh yeah, that's what I. That's exactly what I wanted. I'm gonna do. But um, I personally wouldn't send it to everybody because it's just you're gonna get way too many questions.
1: I rather, I'm, I'm one of those overly cautious and overly prepared, like, I just want everything. I just want people to know, like, you need to sign it just in case.
0: I don't like dealing with people, so. <laughs> I'm, like, anti-dealing. Like, anti-dealing. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I'm probably not going to send it to, like, my labs and stuff like that, but like for my dogs that I know are probably going to be matted, or it oh, or man, your chows. Oh, I'm not touching my chows. Well, or are you done with them? I'm not, I'm not done with Teddy. He's the best, but
0: it's just, it's going to be so fun. You're going to be I don't so know dead. Oh,
1: I don't know. It's hard getting him into the salon as is. That's a problem. His daddy has to bring him all the way into the salon because he's huge and he stops at the front door because he knows how... He hates grooming. He hates it. With a passion, he hates it. But,
0: yeah. So, could you do an in a, a situation where the door is kind of open enough for you to slip on a lead and then have daddy take off his leash and collar and then you'll have your slip lead on him and then just have dad walk away and then he has he has to be
1: on a harness coming in why because he's that big and I can't handle him on just a leash because he has so much hair. He has, he has a peanut head and then he has all this hair. He always slips out of the leash. So um, I don't know. Maybe I can ask everybody if they bring, if, they, and if I end up taking their leash, I'm probably just going to let it soak in chlorhexidine or some disinfectant.
0: Yeah, and they have to be okay with that. It. I'll have gloves. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, if I'm touching something of theirs, I'll just let them know like, is it okay if I disinfect your leash? Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level.
0: How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoyed the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. Yeah, or just put it in a, like a, a random spot in the salon and then just disinfect that area when it's done.
1: Yeah,
0: or just, just this is this is just such a hassle. It really is.
1: It is. And it's extremely necessary. So I'm not really, I'm not really complaining. It's just that now we have to be very creative in the sense like, you know, you just have to be extremely creative. And it's just, this is just like, again, it's uncharted territories that we're having to deal with. Mm
0: -hmm. And we
1: have to keep in mind the safety of ourselves as well as safety of, you know, the pets. Yeah, of the pets that we're taking care of. And it's really difficult to, you know, having putting all of those variables together and then just like figuring it out, you know. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I should mention in my step by step, I will be disinfecting after each doc. But I figured that's kind of normal because we do that anyways. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then it's just like, you know, when you're doing your when you're doing your deep cleaning and just dis- So like, let's say in a brick and mortar salon, you clean up every day and you do like mild, um, like you use cleaner mostly. And then you do like a mild disinfectant and then maybe once or twice a week, you do like a deep cleaning, like hardcore disinfectant. This time around, again, our days are going to be longer because now we have to do hardcore disinfectant
0: every single day you know so well that's kind of what i really like about the cleaner that i use it's a cleaner and a disinfectant so what do you use i use that clorox hydrogen peroxide it kills the coronavirus
1: i know it kills the coronavirus and i
0: use that daily in between dogs i don't use anything else because it cleans you can use it as a cleaner and you can use it as a disinfectant
1: Oh, I use it as a disinfectant. So I'll clean up something with like, just like soap or like soap and vinegar. And then once it dries, I just, I use it as a disinfectant.
0: Nah, me. I just use it all the time.
1: I use the wipes. I use. I use the wipes in between dogs on my. On my, uh, yeah,
0: My paw mat and the table.
1: But the problem, the problem that I have right now is that I took all that shit home. <laughs> And so I've been using it like in my car or when I'm disinfecting shit and I cannot get it on Amazon whatsoever because it is
0: for healthcare. I know. And I just had a bottle explode. So I only have one bottle left. I have maybe a half a bottle. So there,
1: there you go. So now it's like, okay, so now I have to find a different disinfectant. I'll probably go with Oxifer, but, um, but now I have to find a dis- different disinfectant that I can actually get my hands on. So I have to get my hands on my own personal protective gear. And then I have to get my hands on, um, another disinfectant because generally the disinfectant that I use is right now, not being sold. Um, because it's, f- of course it's first supposed to go to healthcare providers Mhm. Well, it's
0: made for healthcare. Like it Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. And I I feel very grateful and lucky that I've always kept it in stock. Yeah. So me too. so when the coronavirus like pandemic broke out and it was a little bit more serious out here. It's still very serious, but like it was just beginning to be serious. Like I was using it at the other salon. I was using it in my shop in between people, wiping down everything. Cause I'm like, I'm not getting coronavirus, <laughs> but you know, so, um, and then I, you know, I took it home and I use it to disinfect my shopping bags and like my car and everything, our shoes. It's so good.
0: I am the worst. I have not disinfected any of my groceries that I brought into the house. I hardly- This is why we're social distancing. Yeah.
1: Because of you. (laughs) Because of me.
0: And Harvey works at a hospital. I'm kind of just like, what's the point? Because if I'm going to get it, it's most likely going to be from him.
1: Oh, yeah. You're 100%
0: going to get it from him. But you're also
1: extremely healthy. So, you know.
0: I try to be right now. I could possibly die from it. Because I am not. I've had. I have not been eating healthy. I have not been pooping regularly. I am bloated all the fucking time because I'm just eating nothing but carbs. I'm constantly feeling like shit. I'm starting to feel like the way I did like three years ago. And this is my diet for me is so important because my body has to work a certain way. Some people can get away with eating like shit. I can't. It's that stupid PCOS. If I could eat like shit all the fucking time, I fucking would because it's delicious. But I can't and I'm dying. But now I'm too busy to cook, so I'm just but anyways, that's not the point, so but yeah, I could totally die right now from the corona.
1: well, I mean, it's just <laughs> like it's happening to who you know people who are sick and then people who are not sick are just dropping dead too, you know
0: exactly it just it's it doesn't matter anymore, but then I'm not necessarily taking the steps to be a hundred percent safe either, yeah, you're bad. I am bad. I'm so bad. (laughs) Uh, But no, like, I have been social distancing. I've only maybe seen a couple people. um, Mm -hmm. And they were taking social distancing pretty serious. But I was trying to take it serious because of Harvey. You know, he's so high risk for working in a hospital. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's fair for other people to possibly be exposed to that. And it's their choice. If they want us to come over and they've been social distancing, it's kind of like, well, you know, Harvey works at the hospital. They're like, yeah, it's fine. But we've only been over to one person's house. Yeah. Uh, I've been over to two, but we stayed outside. It was like one in the morning and I was my neighbor was just feeling like shit he needed to get out my poor neighbor he's going fucking crazy really yeah like like he is he needs the drugs like i did i think so i think yeah. so cuz he lost his job within the first wave of the coronavirus like early march yeah same with chris so he's been out of work completely fired no pay since then yeah so let me talk about this no pay
1: thing, okay, all right, so I took the s b a webinar, and oh yeah, I bailed out hello cool. i know you I know you bailed out. well, at the time, um when I closed on my shop, um the unemployment is not available for people who are self employed okay, so It it is now to a degree, I think, like it's still...
0: People are still getting denied.
1: Yeah, people are still getting denied if you're self-employed through unemployment. But the whole idea was the SBA was coming out with um, relief. So that way, people who are self-employed did not have to go on unemployment. And so they came out with the EIDL or EDL and then the PPP. And, um, they also had small low interest or large low interest loans and stuff like that. Well, I took the webinar and they basically said that if you are a 1099 self-employed, um, small business, uh, it doesn't matter what you are, what you need to, or even a gig worker, you need to apply for, or you should apply for the SBA, um, one of uh, the EDIL loan. And at the time it was $10,000, uh, 72 hour, $10,000, uh, 72 hour turnaround, $10,000. And it was supposed to be um, forgivable. So it's up to $10,000 uh, forgivable. And it, of course it goes based on your income and stuff like that. And then they had the paycheck, paycheck, paycheck protection loan, which was supposed to be up to, I think $10 million. And that one was a low interest. So then they switched it to the EDIL emergency loan would be a low interest loan and the PPP would be forgivable. Well, let me tell you, I applied for both where I applied for the EDIL and then it gives you the option to apply for the, the pay tax protection and I applied for it. And it was supposed to be just a quick little thing and you get a confirmation number. That's it. And I did this pretty early on (laughs) and I never heard, and it was supposed to be 72 hour turnaround. I never heard anything, right? Mm -hmm. So I have been waiting for that this whole time. I've gotten no emails. I've gotten no money in my account. Then they change it to, you immediately get $1,000 per employee and then up to $10,000 for the EDIL um, non-forgivable loan. And I never saw any of that. So I never saw the thousand dollars to even get me by. I never saw, um, I never got any, um, phone call or email from the SBA or any banks or anything. And the fucking government ran out of money. (laughs) they ran out of money they ran out of money and there's we have Roof's steakhouse out here in vegas and they took out two 10 million dollar loans they took out two 10 million dollar loans which you're only supposed to get up to 10 million dollars yeah Ruth how did they get steakhouse. away with, how did they get away with getting two okay i don't know how they get away well they said it was two different distributive um factions. So basically it's like the Roof Steakhouse, but it's like two different businesses under Roof Steakhouse. I don't understand how they got away with it. But I don't understand if they have um I was reading that they um made or prof or they had grossed four hundred and eighty million dollars last year. So I don't understand if how they got even a touch of that loan.
0: Well, because they're considered a big business and they don't care about little businesses like ours.
1: Yeah, and this is only for small businesses. And then well, you get a uh,
0: Shake Shack. They got $10 Shake Shack. Million then they're you also have
1: Yeah, they're giving it back because they got a lot of flack for it. And so the other um, Chick-fil-A got a lot of flack for it. They have to give back their or they're giving back their loan too. Fucking so it's good. like all, all these bigger businesses were tapping into it and it doesn't make any sense why would they be tapping into it and how are they allowed to tap into it they're not well you know the banks that are cu- are doing these loans or who are just like um, the you know they're the middleman or whatever they're putting like the larger people that they're interested in in front and it just really sucks because i don't get unemployment i haven't gotten unemployment i didn't get my stimulus check because i'm self employed Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you owe on taxes, or if you didn't get a return last year, you don't automatically get the fucking stimulus checks. No, I got.
0: They're still putting. Um, they're still creating that portion because you have to actually go in and put in your banking information. But they have they, ha- they they
1: have my bank information because I got a tax uh, return from my other job this year. Oh, it was some like ninety dollars.
0: Don't have that. Like,
1: and we've been it was like $90. Taxes. Yeah, so well... They don't then have then this, our bank info. No, and then they'll mail it out. So, like, I know that. But that's not the point. I've been, like, we haven't been working and we haven't had any income. You know, we've just been living off of whatever we have. So, like, you know, we haven't paid our bills. You know, yes, there, there's not a moratorium on mortgages. Um, but you can... Um, what is it called? Defer your payments for up to three months, which is nice, but that's just racking it on. Um, On It's going to get paid. Yeah. On the back end. So like all of my bills are, I am eventually going to have to pay. And so it's just like, oh, okay, great. At least I don't have to pay the interest on it. Thanks. But I could have just paid it if I had some fucking money. Yeah. So, yeah, the government has fucked me over. I hate the government right now. I don't understand. They're fucking
0: everybody over that has a small business. It's, you know, if you are self-employed, just know that you're going to be fucked in the ass with no lubricant. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. There, There was no oversight, and then now they're doing another buttload of money and there's probably gonna be, again, no oversight. So there's gonna be people double dipping when they don't absolutely need to. If you're grossing like a couple million a dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's a cap on how much you can get, but it's no, just but like. There needs oh, to be well, a you know cap what?
0: On what classifies you as a small me. business. Yeah. If well, you're making- it's under fi- it's,
1: the cap is under 500 employees, and that was it. That's what they said. Or I think there was a thing that said that if your business is being affected by government shutdowns and the coronavirus pandemic, that Let's you could fit. apply for it.
0: Yeah. All so businesses you could say- are struggling. It doesn't matter if you're yeah. a big time one percenter or a yeah. small little guy that doesn't make much. All businesses yeah. are being affected. That should not be a stipulation.
1: Yeah, but no, that's the thing though, is that they're they're giving it to businesses that are actually still opening and profiting. So it's not for people who need to like supplement the income or the revenue. It's people who like, ju- it, 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 they didn't say whether or not that they were affected. It just like, could they be affected? So if there was like, are you being affected? So like, yeah, you may have a slower clientele or you may have slower um, revenue, but it doesn't mean you're still not making money, so if you're still making money, then you shouldn't be applying for the fucking loan, but that that was still an option, so like there's businesses who are still opening and or who are still open
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like they just have to rearrange their business model, but they're still profiting
0: yeah, it's like a lot yeah. of restaurants right now have just gone to delivery or pickup
1: and they're still making yeah.
0: good money. They're making money.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously it's going to be a little bit more of a nuisance for them, but as long as they're still making money, that's great. But there's a lot of businesses that are not making a dime, a fucking dime. Yeah. You have and two
0: people sitting right here, not making a fucking dime. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then there's just nothing. So I'm just like super pissed
0: and butt hurt and broke. As well as every person should be who is sitting at home not making a fucking dime because their business is closed. The money that they are giving us that is being dished out is our fucking money. It's what we have paid into. So I don't understand how it's so difficult for them to give us our money back. It's not... Well, because they
1: don't want to give us. They want to tax us. They don't want to give us our...
0: They don't want us... They don't want
1: us to be like,
0: they don't want to help us us. they they want us to be at a certain level because if we get too good then they have to bring this down a notch and if you think getting these stimulus checks or getting this free help is free you're crazy it's not free we will definitely be taxed back on it our taxes will be a little bit higher and they're going to get their money back because that's how it fucking works
1: And I don't have a problem with taxation unless there's a return on investment.
0: That is my biggest thing. If there's a return on my investment. I'm not getting a return on investment. That's my problem. (laughs) And be sure as shit, be sure as shit
1: that I am going to be shouting out to the heavens on social media because I have to bitch about it. But yeah, that's, that's the thing, though, is like I don't think anybody should be quiet about... Oh, and let me tell you another thing. I have business insurance, right? I just pay it every year. I don't pay it monthly. I got to tell you this story. Oh my God. It pisses me off so much. So my insurance is pretty low because I don't have, I don't have, you know, I have the policy in case of injury or something like that. And that's what, that's the largest part of my policy, but everything else is pretty like, it's just my equipment and stuff like that. It's very standard. There is, a part of my insurance is called disruptive income like if your income is disrupted they actually have pay a policy for that they pay you out so i called them and i was like hey yo my income and revenue has been disrupted and they're like oh well that's kind of like for natural disasters yep. they're not and paying I was now. like i was like oh this isn't a natural disaster <laughs> They're like, no, it's more like fire hurricane. And I'm like in fucking Vegas. We don't have – we have plenty of fires, but, like, we have pretty large business codes so, like, our fires don't get that crazy. No, but we, we don't, don't have, have any natural
0: disasters out here. Like, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, fine. for real. Yeah, like,
1: we get tremors occasionally, like, every six years. So, um yeah, so I'm like, this is a disruption in revenue. I am forced by the government to shut down. Like, this isn't like this is a natural disaster. Well, There's you know why are involved?
0: You know why they're because not because they're, yeah, they're a piece of shit. Not just that, because if they started paying out on that policy on that part of the policy, all the insurances would go bankrupt. Because you yeah. aren't the only one who's thought about trying to get that um, coverage follow through i've seen so many rumors complaining that their insurance company isn't paying out it's because yeah they'll go they'll go fucking bankrupt Which well good if we're paying into it if we're fucking paying into that portion of our policy then we should get it 100
1: exactly it's just it's just because everybody's a fucking crook and that's how it is mm-hmm. and so um where was i going with this okay so the lady was trying to help me out right <laughs> And she's like, well, because they they do do the defer of payments or you can cancel the policy while you're closed. And then you don't have to do like a reinstatement fee or something. I don't know. So I was like, well, I pay yearly. So I just do the flat fee yearly. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, we'll see what the underwriters say. See if we can save you some money. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, we can get rid of the policy on like, um, the property. And I was like, no, because the property is not at my house. So <laughs> like if anything
0: were to happen, and how like is I- she saving you money? If you've done already paid for it, are they going to write you a check and give it to you? Yeah. That's what they said that they would
1: send me out a check. So, so, but listen, so then she was like, okay, so we can take off that policy. And then there was another policy that they could Basically, give me a discount on, but I didn't want them to take off the policy of protecting my my stuff because yeah. I need them to protect my stuff. Like if I'm not right next to my stuff at all times, and somebody breaks into the shop and steals my shit, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be screwed for what. Um, so then they were like, like, "Okay, well, we got you a discount of four dollars."
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's like after postage that's fucking nothing. i was like
1: laugh crying on the phone i was like really really and <laughs> i was like they're like how do you want us to handle that i'm like
0: <sighs> you know i would have been like just send it to me bitch send me the four fucking dollars
1: <laughs> no because i don't want to waste the paper
0: why I'm a- why the fuck because not?
1: Because it's, a, it's bad for the environment. I was just like, tack it on to my next bill. I'll be $4. And they increased it by $18 last year anyway. So I'm like, oh, great. I got $4. Oh, my God. So, yeah. God. That's a fucking joke. Out of this whole pandemic, I got $4. There's no benefit to the pandemic. I'm just saying, like, so far. Yeah. I got $4 of help.
0: That's ridiculous. Ridiculous! I just fucking hate. I hate big, big business, and I hate the media. That's just what it is.
1: Oh, for sure, I hate them both. And it's just like, ugh,
0: they're not. They're out for themselves. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's just, it's all fear. It's all fear based, and the big, big businesses and big pharma too. Let's throw that bitch in there. I just hate it all. It's all, I know. It's so fucking crazy. And
1: then it's like, you know what? People would probably feel so good going back to work if they've had like testing done, you know? Like yeah. if everybody's being tested and you know that the majority of your community's been tested, so the people that are out, for the most part, you can trust that they are not infected or and you're not infected and that gives you a little bit more sense of security yeah on top of which there's
0: but um, the government doesn't want to do that the government wants to keep you in check
1: well i don't think it's that i think they don't even have the tests
0: to be honest no, no. i believe most- that they could get that they have it or they have the assess the, uh, the access to the tests i wouldn't
1: so I've been keeping up with that, to be honest. And one large influence, our president, has said that there are a lot of tests and he is distributing them. But it is a bid for the governors. The governors have to bid for them or, you know, not
0: everybody That's, gets... You're proving my point. They want to keep it well, yeah,
1: But, th- you know... Yeah, why but the you fuck do put- the
0: government... Or, or the governors need to bid for tests. Like, that is the stupidest fucking shit I've ever fucking Yeah, heard. no,
1: it should be based on population, obviously. It should be it, There should be enough for, like, large populated areas, of course. But the thing is, is that they didn't have a stockpile of tests. They didn't even have tests. And then the manufacturing of new tests is fairly new. Um, we don't have good standing with a lot of other countries and they're not about to give up tests. They got their families or their communities and stuff like that. And then you have the governors, like our governor went to, um, they started develop, they started developing their own tests here. So they started developing, um, their own tests through the laboratories that we have here. So we weren't getting, we weren't getting the testing or all the tests that we were promised for. From the federal government, so they started coming up with their own testing. So that's what we started doing, and then you got the scamming testing. Yeah,
0: um I saw those getting
1: the C. Yeah, assist. yeah, the C. because they weren't giving actual like COVID nineteen <laughs> tests. And then you have the antibodies test, which looked so promising. Um, But they were tests that were developed in China and they weren't developed. um, They weren't highly tested in China in general and they were poorly developed. And so you have a place out here that's selling these antibody tests for $170. Because it's not covered under your insurance. Yeah. Um. So it's $170 for these antibody tests to see if you've already had it or you have enough antibodies against it. But the test is faulty. Per, the majority of the, the the larger percentage of the tests are faulty. Like you're not going to get a, a, like a full test. Like it's not going to say you have this many antibodies, blah, blah, blah. It's just going to be like, it doesn't work. <laughs> so... <laughs> So like all these things that sound so promising because I was like, oh, we're getting like a stimulus check and we're going to get some relief from the government. It all just like blew up. And then these test kits, like, oh, we're going to get the testing out so then we can go back to work. And then, oh, that all blew up. And then it's like, oh, innovation. Everybody's innovating. And
0: that's all bogus. It's just. Yeah, I have no faith in anything the government says. And this was prior.
1: And it's not just the government, but it's like the innovative independent um, medical clinics out here
0: that are. Sorry, when I say government, I lump all big one percenters because they all, they're, sorry, I'm a big conspiracy theorist and they are all together. Like, I'm not, I'm
1: definitely not a big conspiracy theorist, but I do understand.
0: The one percenters, big pharma, the. Corporate corporations, they all work together. They all fucking intermingle. They all have the same pocketbook. So why would you think that they would actually want to help the real people? I know. I don't
1: understand why, like, like, you have people with, like, giant rifles and AK-47s and AR-15s outside protesting because they want to get a
0: haircut. I don't understand. They're protesting the wrong things. Those are idiots. They're fucking stupid. They need to be protesting against the way the government is handling all of this. Exactly. They need to be protesting that their hairstylist who probably owns their own booth isn't getting a stimulus check, which they are fucking owed because it's their fucking money, but they're not getting it because we're running out of money because it's going to the one percenters. Like, yeah, how the fuck does sure. that make sense? Exactly. Sorry. Anyways, we're getting like super off topic. <laughs> from well, no, it has it has
1: everything to do with us, all of us going through whatever for we're sure. going through right now. But we can move on because it's not like this is not going to be a topic for another day because it's constantly updating and it's constant it's constant disappointment. Not and even. It's just getting really hard not to like take out
0: Yeah the evil, rage you know what I
1: mean
0: <laughs> yeah no for, for sure the rage the, the rage rage against the machine you know
1: for sure yeah
0: uh like it's just fucking in it's insane and I you know I have to say I have I stopped following it. I did. I stopped paying attention I stopped I stopped kind of caring because I, I well, just
1: had to. I have to pay attention because I don't have any money. And then I also have to pay attention because my father-in-law is in New York. And I have to make sure, like, I can, I have, like, because my, my husband doesn't pay attention to it. And, you know, my father-in-law doesn't pay attention to it. So my father-in-law is in New York. I have to pay attention, so that way I can be like, okay, this is a hot spot, or this is what you have to do when you get home. You make sure he knows the policies and procedures, and that he knows his rights as a worker. Like if anything changes with his company and stuff like that. So I have to make sure that he's well informed. Top of which, my mother in law isn't is stuck in another country. Is she still she, stuck there? She's still there. And she doesn't have anything scheduled till May 15th to come back to the States. And, and there is no telling. Uh, like, we don't know because their borders are shut down. So it's not like she can fly out. And they do, we don't know if, you know, where she's at is going to have a larger outbreak because they have under 300 cases right now. And so we don't know if they're going to have an outbreak. And then so then their borders are going to (laughs) stay indefinitely closed. And then, um, you know, we have I think we still have a travel ban or, you know, I don't know how extensive the travel ban is going to be. So it's like she's going to be stuck there. Is she a
0: dual citizen?
1: No, she's an American citizen. Okay, so she doesn't have her citizenship for El Salvador anymore
0: so how can she not come back if she's an american citizen
1: because there's they close down their borders no flights
0: mm-hmm. no flights out no flights in and traveling would be too dangerous like well car. traveling
1: through like car or bus fuck yeah that'd be dangerous <laughs> <laughs> she did that one time and that was when she was 19 years old and she was like I'm out bitches and then she came to America and I was like how did you survive and I was like did you kill anybody and she just didn't say anything afterwards <laughs> 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 yeah I was like uh
0: huh oh, okay maybe I should sleep yeah <laughs> or <Open tonight. laughs> I sleep with a at- she sleeps with a machete. Oh my God. That's by am- her bed. That's amazing.
1: It's, it's the decorative one, you know?
0: Yeah. Okay, she's got to do it in style, of course.
1: Yeah, if it's going to be like next to her bed, it has to look kind of, it
0: has to have a nice handle. Yeah. <laughs> well, even still, if it was just underneath her bed, if I'm going to stab you with a machete, I'm going to look good doing it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's why my firearm is Tiffany Blue. Like, come on. I got to look good while you die come on let's harvey turned around looking at you crazy (laughs) (laughs) as i toted around in my fanny pack but yeah uh, that's funny i can't even believe she's still fucking stuck there though
1: yeah and it's really scary so like we have to be you know it's scary
0: yeah but you actually care about the people who are around you i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i care about my people Yeah, but your people are here, so.
1: Like, you can keep tabs on them better. They are here. You can be okay with being annoyed with them, too. Like, you don't have to have the guilt.
0: Yeah. 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 My family came and saw the house today. Yeah. Yeah. Was that annoying? (laughs) No, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. But then we were painting. I literally came home and just set this up and and painted. Or yeah, after painting, I've got paint all over me, all over. It's been delightful. Um, so we did. Did we skip over? What? Did we skip over a segment? I think we did. No. I think we did. The only thing we have to
1: talk about is stories.
0: No, we skipped one. Um I wanted to mention this one because I've been my clients have been getting pushier and pushier. Oh. And um on me coming and grooming their their clients. Yeah. Or their dogs. Cause, you know, there was so much back and forth and back and forth between fucking like district attorneys, whatever, and people working in licensing offices and like th- we never got a solid answer on whether or not yeah.
1: yeah even if you still go on to like the government website our local government website it doesn't say that we are essential it does it still doesn't say we are essential and it was updated the 18th of april yeah because i just checked i just checked and it says that veterinary and pet veterinary is the only thing in pet food places is the only thing considered essential. So that still doesn't say specifically pet grooming. Well, then, you know, people are talking to other people and they're saying that we can go back to work and people are opening up. So,
0: well, and then we heard that Petco got shut down by the sheriff. And then there was like another salon that got shut down. Okay. So what, what that was, was a districting thing. So for
1: pet okay so pet's mart they shut down um, a long time ago they shut down their they it, they're opened up again And they shut open down now. yeah they shut down their salons um because the henderson salons henderson is different than vegas so yes. they they can have whatever rules that they want but the henderson locations shut down their grooming salons and the sheriff went in Um, for one of the Petco's over there. So because they're not part of Vegas, Vegas just follows suit because they assumed. But then, of course, you have these corporations who have a large legal team, you know, contacting the governor, contacting the district attorneys, contacting our local government offices and stuff like that. And so they have a lot of pull. And so even though all these local um, salons and mobiles are shutting down... Um, or not, or not shutting down, whatever. Um, then you have these people who just have the coin to talk to whoever they need to talk to, and so they were reaping a lot of benefit while everybody else was shut down. And um, they they kept closing and opening and closing and opening, and they um, are opened right now.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So, but my point was that it did it did spook a lot of people. And it still doesn't didn't solidify whether we were essential or non-essential.
1: No, um, and then then they said that if you were non-essential and you were caught or turned in, mm-hmm. that you would have your license revoked and you'd have a thousand dollar fine. But the thousand dollar fine the governor gave the local municipalities the ability to enforce that. And then the local municipalities out here in Vegas said they would not enforce that rule. Yeah. So even though they said that they would fine you, they're not going to enforce it and your licensing may be revoked, but you're not getting fined for it.
0: Well, I have double licensing. Well, technically I have three licenses. Um, but because I have a Henderson one, and I yes. have um, a Vegas one or two, because um, we have like three or four districts. Yeah, um, yeah. In Vegas specifically, um, but anyway, so it was just smart to be shut down, and things are going to be lightening up, I think, in on the you know around the thirtieth. So I just chose to open up again but I've been getting a lot of clients that are becoming a little bit more pushy and some of them I just ignore um, because I have uh, a text message stating that it's on uh, it's an auto reply message if they're texting me through my app that I have software stating that you know we are closed due to COVID-19 blah 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 Uh, And if you want to be put on a waiting list, you need to go onto my website and request an appointment there. And I will transfer you over to a waiting list. Um, But some of them are one lady today. I don't even know why I responded, but she was like, do you think, you know, would you be in like, do you think we could do like a special type of grooming for such and such? And I'm like, what kind of question is that? So I'm assuming like, do you need help? With grooming at home? Like, are you wanting tools? I have no problem right now through this pandemic, people grooming their own dogs. I have no issue with that. If you want to try your hand at it and you want me to try and assist you through it, and you have been a client of mine, I will tell you what tools to buy. I will recommend videos for you to follow. You know, go on with your bad self. It's your dog. You can do as you wish. I will fix your groom later. You know what yeah. I mean? I would rather your dog have a hack job than be completely matted. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. You know, I agree. So I am fully okay with that. But she was like, no, like, so I asked her, I was like, are you needing help with purchasing things and technique? And she's like, no, like you coming over and growing my dog well, first of all, that's just regular mobile grooming. There's nothing special about that. Yeah. And I was like, no. I'm like, I can put you on my waiting list, but I can't guarantee you'll get in May because I have a fucking long-ass waiting list. And she's like, yeah, sure. It's like... Just not... I I have people asking me, like, if they want to come
1: to my house or if I can go to their house. Yeah. Like, no. You can't come to my house? No. No. and You know, even if you dropped your dog off, no. Where am I going to bathe your dog? In my sink? I don't
0: have a grooming area. I have a townhouse. Yeah, It's just a huge no. I had one chick. She was like, you know, before I take my dogs to the vet for nail trimming and anal glands, do you want to do it? You know, make 40 bucks. No. I'm sorry. $40 in a possible license provoking? Doesn't sound like a fair trade to me. And this was prior to, you know, all the things. Yeah. And I was just like, get out of here. I just, a simple no. No, thank you. You know. Yeah. We are closed.
1: I've been been saying no and I've been explaining myself. And most of my clients are pretty chill. You know, won't even offer to buy the next three groomings for their dog. And I didn't say yes to that only because their dog is really old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: like their dog is really old and i don't want to be like yeah sure and then i would feel bad holding on to that money like no refund man you know like i would feel really bad about that so yeah. i don't want to do that
0: no it you know we think we think because groomers have such like a big heart that like you have to give such a huge explanation or you have to always respond Um, Yeah. You do not. You know, if you have a client that you fired and you told them, you know, unfortunately, I don't think this is working out anymore. You need to find another groomer because I am not the groomer for you. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need to do. Yeah. You know, don't further the conversation. Don't keep going. They let them text you back, whatever, if they text back, and then that's it. Block, ghost, boo. done yeah like you don't I don't really have a lot of stories of clients firing clients because I say you know this isn't working out and then that's it
1: (laughs) yeah I mean I feel like when I worked for a place that was fairly cheaper That tend to be like where I saw the most headache from clients. But I'm not the cheapest. I'm not not as expensive as mobile, but I'm definitely not the cheapest in town. Um, So I don't have a lot of headache when it comes to firing clients where like people, if dogs don't work out for me, um, it's when you're cheap that seems to be a, the problem, you know? Yeah. Cause you're going to have those cheap ass people. And they have like you. this entitled, like entitlement about them. Exactly. And so it's like, they don't want you to fire them because they keep want they want to keep coming to you cause you're cheap. Um, so you, you have to, they're, they're going to give you problems.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's not always the case. There's always the exception to the rule, but you know, when I did work for like PetSmart, that's when I would get the grumpy ass people because we were affordable. I had one guy. He, the dog was completely matted. It was his first time in. It was a pelt and he wanted me to brush it out. And I told him no, that either I shave his dog or he- yeah, It was a sh- schnauzer, right? No, it was a little malty poo. Yeah. Um, this was years before you got there. And um, I just said, No. I'm sure there was a Schnauzer one. I'm trying to remember, but I don't remember.
1: I just remember <laughs> you
0: arguing with a client and you just kept saying, no, no, no. So that was a Yorkie. It was a daughter's dog and the mom was dropping it in, dropping it off. And I literally said no to her for like five minutes. I didn't say any other word, but no. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the little one, he started like just getting attitude with me. And he's like, well, I'm going to go somewhere else. And I'm like, that's what I said to do. He's like, you're really not going to shave my dog. I'm like, no. I mean, you're not going to brush up my dog. And I was like, no. But I hope you have a good day, though. And I started to walk away. and He got so pissed. And he just tried to slam the door, but it didn't work. (laughs) Because, you know, those doors don't slam. Yes. But it's like, come on. Get out of here, dude. Yeah. But now I just don't deal with it. I literally don't deal with it. You want to get attitude with me? Bye. I'm not dealing with it. Yeah. Like if you're trying to make an appointment with me and you start to become an asshole, have a good day. Bye. (laughs) I don't need you. I don't need your money that bad. Yeah. not worth it. Yeah. But surprisingly, a lot of my clients are the clients that have not been successful elsewhere. For some reason, I do really well with those people. Yeah, that's the same. And I think it's because we're just so forthright. That's just what it is. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people are not very forthright. And, you know, because they're too scared to be or they don't want to be. And that's their prerogative. But then, you know, there is some truth sometimes in what clients say. You just have to be able to read between the lines. And a lot of times it's just there is a gap sometimes in communication between us and the client. And don't yeah, be wrong, and- I have sometimes it happens to me as well currently. But. Oh, yeah. No, it happens
1: to me too. And, you know, I think when I get a client in or when they've heard um, through the grapevine or through a friend, like, What I do, they think like, oh, well, they they have the same mentality that they have to sugarcoat something and then I have to find out something the hard way. But I'm always very, you know, again, just straightforward, like, this is how it is. This is how it's going to be. This is what I'm going to do. So, and I deal with a lot of seniors, so I have to deal with a lot of heavy topics like, oh, your dog may die. Do you want me to resuscitate? You know like ugh. Ugh. So well like when you get when you get used to like dealing with like disabled or on on the on the you know on their deathbed dogs you know you, you tend to one be I don't want to say sympathetic but you tend to be a little bit more sensitive in what you say but it doesn't mean that you are not truthful you know yeah. so so I become I've become a little bit more I have my spiel pretty down when it comes yeah. to talking to people. Yes. So I don't I don't deal with a lot of I haven't in a while fired any clients. And the last client I fired, they came back after a couple months and it the I don't deal with the the wife anymore. It's just the husband.
0: Yeah. Because
1: they know. They know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's just people. People are fucking crazy. But so we do have a story this week from one of our big time listeners. Um, I believe. um, I believe we can use her name. It's Lindsay Lee. Uh, she's sent in a s- several stories. I think a story before. Um, so it's pretty long. Did you want to read it this week? Oh, you're on no. your phone. I'm on my phone, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm like the worst at reading stories in like... A- uh, you know what? Let me pull it up on my other phone. Because Harvey... <laughs> so we've been using Zoom for this- these recordings since we can't do it in person. And... He, like, edits out my dyslexia, like, super hardcore. <laughs> Let me just say, I usually sound so, such, like,
1: ass. And didn't, didn't somebody say that you sounded like you were high?
0: Yes, in that video. But the um, funny thing
1: is, is that you were really drunk towards the end, but... Yeah, no, I was pretty shit-faced. They're like, I don't know what she's saying. Oh, but I think you were also in a lot of pain. Okay, is this on our email? Yeah it's,
0: yeah, it's in the groomer, groomer humor at gmail.com
1: Okay, let me just pull it up.
0: Um, but yeah, so Harvey edits like the shit out of my stories. Yeah, I love hearing my own voice. And it's like super long. Like super long. Um, groomer humor. Sorry, guys. He can edit this part out. I
1: found it. All right. <clears throat> Ready? Yep. All right. Hey, ladies. How are you doing? Hopefully well enough. I'm rebidging y'all's podcast while my shop is closed, making fabric masks for several of my clients. I thought a fun topic might be your craziest stories about fired clients why they were fired, and what their reactions and responses were, and maybe follow-ups with nearby groomers. I'll start. It's a doozy. So we did just discuss this, and I've been lucky in the past couple years. (laughs) Yeah. But um, this is her doozy. It's called Oreo and Nugget, A Tale of Two Shits. My shop gets a call from an owner who asks all the basic bitch questions, but she never stops talking. Do you groom shih tzus? God damn it. I've heard that before. Do you have experience? How many do you do? Do you know what they're supposed to look like? Do you know their health problems? What about old dogs? My receptionist last wife answered as she would with anyone nicely calmly truthfully 20 minutes into a suit assuring her work on shih tzus every day that it's super common breed in south florida well my dogs are top-notch and gorgeous she says that she just left israel and hated what they did to her dogs but she loved what they did in new york still hated israel and everywhere else she's ever been they shaved him Oh no, they shaved your dog. How horrible. How long ago was this, you ask? Eight fucking months ago. Great, I'm dealing with a matted mess. Whatever, she books. Not 30 minutes later, she calls us and goes into her spiel about her gorgeous dogs and how she wants wants to book an appointment and how she just left Israel and hated the job they did and haven't found a groomer she likes and yada, yada, yada. My extremely annoyed receptionist slash wife explained that we just made an appointment for X day for Oreo and nugget. Oh, did I, what's the name of your shop? Okay. Thank you. Let me interject for a second. Cause I've had a couple bitches like this who, uh, triple book different places and then just decide last minute where they're going to go to. And then they never cancel their appointments. How did you figure that out? Uh, Through Nevada Grooming Connection. Oh,
0: wow. That's
1: savage. Yeah, there was this bitch called Melissa. And of course, I think her dog was like Bella or something like that. Yeah. And then she did that with my salon and two other salons at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So continuing on. Well, we all assumed she wouldn't show. I quoted her 15 more than what I normally charge for a sheet a shih tzu um the annoying client fee 75 dollars each by the way sounds about right two days before her apartment uh, appointment (laughs) she calls to verify the appointment time and day four times in one day write that shit down ladies gotta be on meds this was back in December. I remember the time and day. 1 p.m. December 20th. I will always remember 1 p.m. December 20th. Laugh out loud. At 1:30 p.m. December 20th, I call her. They were my last appointment. I and I was willing to wait. I'll be there in 10 minutes. I'm on the way. Fuck I tell no. her very specifically, <laughs> I tell her very specifically, if she can't get here by 2 p.m., then turn around because I can't take them. 2 p.m., she calls. I'm at the lake. I can't find you. Gave her directions again. Now, the six hundredth and twelfth time I had given her directions. 2.15, she rolls in with Oreo and Nugget, walks out of her car and to the door, Perfect. Uh, perfectly takes a step into the door and doubles over in pain. I am fucking done. My sweet Disney-esque attitude towards life was gone. Here's your paper. Sign it. What do you want? Go away. The check in lasted 30 whole fucking minutes. Oh. Her yelling at the dogs, yelling at her adult son, yelling at herself, hobbling in dramatic pain, asking about price and why it's so high. Are you a good groomer? This one is Nugget. No, wait, this one is Nugget. No, actually, this one is Nugget. Oreo, stop jumping. I like long hair. Oreo, stop jumping. But Nugget can be short. He gets tangled. Go get my glasses. Aren't they gorgeous? I hated what they did in Israel. <laughs> These are the wrong glasses, but I want Oreo really long. How long will it take? I have a commitment at four. Oh, will Oh, fuck done? no. Oreo, stop jumping. You call me. You'll call me. How much is it again? Oreo's eye is red. What is that? Do you sell these signs? Get back in the car. Do you accept checks? Why do you think Oreo's eye is red? I really like her long, but nugget can be short. Oh, why are they shaking? Oreo, stop jumping! Holy fuck, get out of my lobby. Groom the dogs. They were great. Older Shih Tzus. Nugget went short. Five all over. Short round head. Oreo long coat with a hidden T-strip underneath to make it easier on her. Owner called seven times while we were in my shop. I eventually told her, every time you call, I have to stop grooming and talk to you. If you want them done sooner, leave me alone. If you call again, then you may as well just come pick them up because I won't restart. I finished and she picks them up. Pays via check. No, I know. no, no, no. I, know.
0: No, I don't. No, no.
1: I don't take checks either.
0: <laughs> no, no. Oh, that shit fucking bounced. But yeah.
1: Side note: We made cookies for our clients, one per client. Human cookies. She snatched up six. Get out, oh, fucking bitch. Get out.
0: <laughs> Why are they even out for her? I would have right? shit in the
1: back right 3 days later we get an alert that the check was declined ah. i call i call her to get different payment i get a sob story how it's christmas she's extremely jewish by the way not offensive my family is too a hot damn, she's Jewish. And why did the bank just take the money and overdraft? Can I bring another check? Wow, 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 wow. I call the current owner of the shop and tell her she needs to deal with this shit. I'm two days before Christmas and hella busy. She does not tells me she's bringing another no. check on January 5th. No. I groomed those dogs December 20th, two weeks before payment. No. Not my business, but holy crap, dude, that's dumb. I okay. still got paid for it. Okay, good. Yeah. Flash to January 5th, she calls to ask directions, are you serious? No. You've been here twice now. Shows up and proceeds to yell across the whole shop of how she's sorry and how, and how much and yada yada. Just give my girl the check and sh- she can take it. You're riling up the dogs. She booked another ap- appointment. No. We scheduled that appointment five times. No. I finally tell her, if you can't make it, don't book it. I don't have the time to keep holding space that you don't show up for. You're losing me money. She finally do, uh, she does a final book. I call her 15 minutes into her being late, telling her if she can't make it by the, the 30, then turn around. She shows up an hour no, late for her appointment. Get the
0: fuck out of my shop. How about that?
1: Walks the dogs in. I walk up to the front. Don't even let my girls talk to her. Tell her to go. I don't have time or patience for someone who refuses to respect me, my team, or my shop. Her dogs shit all over the lobby and she proceeds to stomp in it and walk around forcing tears about how her life is horrible. And she's so sorry. And please take them. I am. And I'm the only room where she likes that she oh, does a, a good job on them. Her adult daughter walks in. And she flips from fake tears to screaming at the top of the lungs. This is your damn fault. We're late. She won't take us. The daughter straight up looked confused. I feel for her hard having to deal with that. At that point, we had stopped baking human cookies and had doggy cookies up front. She proceeded to take. <laughs> she proceeded to take six more <laughs> baggies. My wifey was half tempted to not tell her they were for Aww, dogs. Aw,
0: she ruined the she, fun. <laughs> she, she,
1: um, uh, she whines and, and asked where the good human cookies were, or are, she whines and asks where the good, cu- good human cookies are. Gone, bitch. They leave. I call the owner of the shop, then spend an entire day dealing with the owner, begging for me to take them back. Shih lady told the owner she'd pay an extra hundred for me to take them. What, with her she pay in advance. Check? She un... <laughs> right? She'll pay in advance. She understands she'll never be late and reschedule again. Nope. Only if owner finally agrees with me. Then Shitsu lady proceeded to call and text her system all day apologizing. Please talk to me. Wah, wah, wah. Please let me explain. I'll pay $200 extra. Please, please, please. Bitch, your money got declined before. How are you going to pay me $200 extra? Occasionally, she calls to see if we answer her. We never do. I don't block her because I'm a nosy bitch that loves (laughs) revealing and reveling in when she calls, and I ignore it fun time. Sorry it was long. Hope it was entertaining. Now let's hear yours. Be safe. Be healthy. That's fucking a nightmare. Dude.
0: Dude. I, uh, what the (laughs) fuck? But it's true, though. It's
1: true. We do have this, you know, I'm not going to say this. I I say that I haven't done it in the past because I don't do it now because I just block numbers. Yeah. But before when they would like call in at the other shop and I knew it was like a kicked out client or like it was somebody who like they can't go to me or whatever Mm -hmm. and I see their name pop up I kind of liked saying oh I'm sorry I just don't think we're gonna work out anymore like I just like okay I never really broke up with anybody you know it was kind of like more of a like we broke up yeah, you yeah. Know, I've been I've been with the same person for a very long time, so I never really just, like, I never really had the upper hand or the animosity to break up with somebody, like, in a good way, like, powerful way, you know? It was more like...
0: I did kind just, of one time.
1: Yeah, but it's just, like, it was more like, oh, um, you know, like, yeah. I don't want to go on another date with you or something like that. Like, dating was different. But, like my first boyfriend, I was just like in tears, <laughs> breaking up with him. Like, cause I knew it wasn't going to work out, but I was sad about it, you know? But this is like, so-and-so is calling. Hey, thank you for calling. Blah, 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 blah. blah. How can I help you? Oh, it looks like we can't do your dog anymore. Why? Why can't you do my dog? Well, it looks like you had an issue last time, and so we're not gonna service you anymore because you See, just don't like us enough.
0: This we don't want to deal ended, with that. This would have ended the first time when she was late. I would have not taken her fucking bitch ass. I when I worked in a salon and I know our old boss fucking hated this about me, but you're late 15 minutes bye girl bye like I will turn you away so fucking quick like you have no respect for me that's good peace out bitch (laughs) like yeah you know Well,
1: I am I'm pretty good about late clients like if they're gonna be late they usually tell me and then I will decide whether or not I'm gonna do it you know if you're you're usually
0: sorry go ahead
1: I'm usually pretty good, but it's like, like I can forgive lateness if you're telling me you're late. I can forgive lateness for the most part, like, cause I'm late too. Um, but I cannot forgive, like, I can't handle the over explanation. Like I fine with your, if you're going to tell me a long story, I do like the chit-chatting part. It's great. Um, but if there's like an over, and and if there's people saying that they don't, like they're having such horrible trust issues, I'm not there to be their therapist. No. And so like, I've had people who've told me the same thing where they've had, you know, such a bad experience with this salon and this salon and this salon. And I'm like, okay, you know, Calm down. What happened at that salon? Because a lot of times it's just like they have some weird expectation and that salon just didn't meet it. That doesn't mean that the salon did anything wrong. Right. So then I tell them, you know, you usually get the vibe. Like if they got a hack. Yeah. If they got a hack job. Yeah. Then I can understand. I can probably meet their expectations. But if it was just like, they just, they're themselves weird like then i know then i know like oh i i don't think i'll be a good match for you like i'll flat out say this might not be where you want to be
0: yeah you know well to me over ex- over explaining is a huge red flag for me like yeah, yeah. You, if i have never fucking met you in a day like i've never fucking met you and you're coming in erratic with your crazy ass story I already know that I will probably only dream your dog once. And then you will find that you don't like me because I don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) And that's usually what happens is they'll, you know, say they show up on time and they're coming in and they're like going off about whatever they're going off about. I don't pay attention to their story. I make it about, okay, I interrupt them asking what we're going to be doing to their dog and I do not listen to what they're saying and kind and it comes off kind of cold you know because I'm not caring about what they're saying your issues are not mine i am a dog groomer i'm yes. not a paid therapist or psychiatrist and usually people like that tend to not want me to groom their dogs because i don't listen and don't get me wrong i have clients that will chat for 30 minutes and i'll talk to them about their life i will you know i've never met their grandkids but i know about their grandkids or there's a connection yeah, yeah we have a connection but it was built normally like yeah built yeah. on this erratic behavior you know yeah and, exactly and i'm okay with that those people that are coming in crazy they give me anxiety I'm like, is this person going to get so mad one time and, like, shoot me or stab me or something? You know? Yeah. like, I Yeah, don't... like, I told you about that guy that got in my face. I don't
1: think Remember so. when I was, we were working at the other salon? Julie was in the back, and this guy was, like, in my face, like, crying. And mm-hmm. I, like, had to yell at him. <laughs> I wasn't afraid of him. Yeah. Was it the drunk guy? She ended up coming back drunk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was him. But that was, that was the guy who was just like, just, again, giving the, all the weird explanations and, you know, oh, are you going to hurt my dog? Like, are you, you know, this is a good Oh, song. that's right. And
0: you were like, if you think I'm going to hurt your dog, then you shouldn't get your dog groomed by me. Yeah. That, which I say the same thing, like. Yeah. Whatever. Then you just need to go go somewhere so you else. You Go somewhere else. If you, I don't, don't want to go. go I don't want
1: to go yourself. anywhere else. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. This is what's going to happen. Right? I'm going to groom your
0: dog. But I this had, is how I'm going to groom it? I had a <laughs> guy. He been groom. I had been grooming his dogs for years when I worked at PetSmart. Um, he had he had two dogs. One passed away, and then he named the second dog the same name as the other one, but like the shortened version. Yeah. And then he left for some reason I don't know why he went to another place and then I started working at that place and he's like oh my god hey what's up and I started grooming his dog again and then he followed me to the shop that we worked at together the last one um and then he comes in and he is like asking me well do you put them in kennels and I was like yes and he said you've never put my dog in a kennel I was like Yes, I have. And he was like, "Well, you've never, you weren't supposed to," and I can't believe you do that. And I was like, "You knew full well that your dog got kenneled at PetSmart." And he's like, "We well, weren't supposed to." I was like, but you knew that I put your dog in a kennel. And he's like, "No, I didn't." I was like, "Yes, where are they going to go? Exactly, they go for
1: three hours.
0: <laughs> exactly." And he, and so we were arguing about it. And then he's like, well, I'm just going to go somewhere else. I was like, okay, have a good day. It's like, fuck off, dude. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. So my cat is like howling. He has been howling the past three nights because we have more boxes and things are becoming empty. And he's freaking out. It's annoying. He howls at like midnight. <laughs> it's laundry room for all places.
1: But he just likes the acoustics.
0: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he's uh making a, an EP. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode. Um, feel free Tell to me. send us your stories um at groomerhumor at gmail.com. We want them all. Please send us. Um, we yeah. can't leave it up to Lindsay Lee here. <laughs> you let us know how you're doing (laughs) yes exactly um you can follow us on instagram and spotify shit on the table um and share like follow um on facebook and instagram all right be staying out there peace